Behind the Still podcast. Matt is with Dark Door Spirits down in Tampa, Florida, where uh, I'm in Iowa, whereas everybody uh, in Iowa likes to go to Tampa for vacation. So you're in the vacation state down there, Matt. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Yeah, happy to. Love it. So tell me about Dark Door Spirits yourself. What what made you get into the uh, the distilling industry? Have you been doing this your, your your whole life? Is it in your background? What made you want to make this stuff? No, it just seemed seemed cool. Seemed like an awesome thing to do. You know, it was, what do we do? We started about six years ago and, you know, there's all these craft breweries and, and my buddy Brand and I we were, of course, drinking one day and thought, man, someone's going to want really good whiskey. We got to start making craft whiskey and craft gin. And that's how it was all, how it was all born. Eventually we, we got it started and here we are now. Yeah, so, so it's just paying attention to the craft industry and you're like, I kind of want to be a part of this did you know how to do it i i did not know brandon um brandon had uh had some knowledge on how to make some some uh spirits in his garage per se he actually has his grandfather long story short right they found they found old stills and recipes in his grandfather's estate when his dad passed away um so it was, it was definitely in his heritage um yeah he came in and showed me how to do it we got Got everything rolling yeah now that's awesome so where does the name dark door uh come from it's cool as shit isn't it it is pretty cool <laughs> it is dark it's inviting uh yeah. it's it's not as bad as like the your parents old basement or something uh but uh it's it's cool we uh so we we have a hospitality background right all, all of us pretty much everyone that works for me has, has got a hospitality background but we like that that I mean, our persona is a little dark and edgy, but with kind of one of our sayings is, you know, knock if you dare. But once you come inside, you know, it, it's all about the hospitality here at the distillery, you know, but we want that edge. We want that little bit of excitement before you walk in the door of like, what, what's going to happen here? What's going to, what's going to go on? And, I might get punched in the face, but it, <laughs> <laughs> but like you come to our, you come to our warehouse and our distillery I and mean, we've got a great tasting room. We've got an event space, but we're in a warehouse. We're in the industrial area. I mean, there's, there's not restaurants and other bars around. There's no people just uh, wandering in off the street. You you make a decision to come here, and you come here and you you pull in the parking lot. You, you might have a second guest for a minute, but once you get in, you're you're happy you're here. That's sure. awesome. So, That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, when did you get started? But did I read 2016 was your first product release? Yeah, yeah. 2016 we released um, Spirit of IPA. We actually we were fooling around once we got our licensing. And we were just taking IPA beer from our buddies. We, we got a lot of friends that own breweries and distilling it into basically a whiskey. Yeah. And uh, that was our first product. We figured out how to do it and do it well. There's a lot of distilled beer that isn't necessarily great, right. um, but we've we've made some really great projects and they're they're fun. So yeah, we love it. We collaborate with all kinds of breweries all the time. So yeah, that's cool. Now being in Florida, it's not necessarily. I mean, I know. If- personally, just from doing this from some period of time, there's lots of great distilleries in Florida. But uh, tell me about, you know, your guys's distillery in Florida, and if that makes any impact, you know, on, uh, on your guys' story. Well, we, uh, yeah, it does. I mean, we love, we love Florida. Florida's the, you know, craft brewing really took off in Florida, did really well. There's probably 400 or 600 craft breweries in Florida right now. Hmm. Um, yeah, and we thought we really did. We thought, you know what, distilling is going to be next. People are going to be into this, right? There's currently there's probably sixty or seventy craft distilleries in Florida. Wow. Um, we were one of the 
our first license before we moved, I think we were somewhere in the, the 40th in the state um, based on our license number. And then we moved, we got a new license number and we're you know, our new license number is 107. Hmm. So yeah, and that was just in a few years how much it grew, but it's, it's a really fun. And so we love whiskey and gin. That's, that's what we set out to make. We're, there's a lot of people making rum in Florida because everyone thinks right. they're a pirate down here. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> Who wouldn't? yeah, but we're like, let's, let's start making some whiskey and let's make some good whiskey and let's, you know, we do traditional stuff and then we do, you know, brand new products. Like we're just exploring new flavors specifically because we can, it's fun. Of course. So. Of course. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, having the ability to explore like that, you know, not everybody has the abilities to, you know, with capacities or, you know, their main focus mm -hmm. of their product, or sometimes I've seen some get so wrapped up in making 40 different things that they don't really have a primary, you know, core product of some sorts, but you guys are, are pushing out all sorts of different products and are able to build into that system, which is awesome. We do. And, and we took, we took the business model. We, we're going to have our core products available through distribution, right? And, and that's what we do. So you go, if you're around town, Tampa, for instance, you go to any of the best bars and restaurants, you'll find our product on, on menu there. Um, you can get a cocktail with our stuff. But if you want to try something unique and special, you've, you've got to come to the distillery to get it or something like, like rack house, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, the plug but, there. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's a great business model that uh, I think some people that it, it's coming along. Uh, it's sort of interesting how the online space is a little bit, uh, it, well, not a little bit, a lot way, a lot of ways behind. Um, and you guys, I remember seeing you guys years ago online. I mean, you guys were sort of mm -hmm. one of the first to the, that I remember seeing online um, with the past fulfiller that I won't mention. But uh, yeah, I mean, I know, uh, I know that you guys at least have a visionary uh, outlook yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah, we explore. We wanted to do it. I mean, truth hot, distribution's terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's it's rough in the in the spirits world. It, it's tough if you don't have a giant bankroll to to push that. Um, you know, you don't get the attention of the distributors. And so, you know, we were looking at how do we go direct to consumers. And of course, you know, there's a lot of laws that prohibit that in many ways. But there's people are getting creative and we're figuring out ways to do it, which is fun. And we tried. Um, we just found it was still so expensive and was tough, tough to do. And, and like you said, we had, we had people wouldn't, couldn't fulfill properly. And then it started making us look bad and we didn't want, we didn't want that. I mean, so. Oh yeah. yeah. Been down that route, brother. <laughs> no, we can talk about that off air sometime. Uh, been down that route many times now. Um, but you know, so what makes you guys unique then other than your, you know, your spirit, I love that sign behind you is your whiskey is your spirit animal. So, oh, yeah. I mean, like as far as your creativity goes and, and experimentation goes, like, you know, I, did I read somewhere online, you know, about uh, working with Ava Labs, maybe uh, yep. doing some some rapid aging? You know, like what's your thing that you guys uh, are making you guys unique? Yeah, we do. We do the rapid aging for some of our products. We do traditional aging. We do. We we just do it all. You know, we're what we're after is is just awesome flavors. Like we're not trying to recreate Kentucky bourbon, right? You know, there, there's a million people doing that. They're doing it well, and we love it. I mean, believe me, we love it. But it's sure. like there's just so much more out there you can do. And so we take, uh, we'll take our new, our new whiskey, our bourbon, and we'll, we'll run it through the rapid aging process. And we use these wood chips in the process. Same, same stuff they do in a winery. Yeah. Um, you know, that's how they, how they flavor it. That's probably the wrong word to use. But a lot of wines are, are 
they use wood chips in them now instead of traditional barrel aging. And so we can use those same wood chips and infuse our whiskeys with it. And we can impart different um, flavor profiles based on that. So if we want to add a little bit more vanilla or caramel, we can. If we want to add a little bit more spice in there, I mean, it's it's really kind of fun. It's it's whole new recipes and, and way of creating stuff. Um, and then we love the traditional. I mean, if you come watch us make gin, we use all real botanicals. You know, we don't use any essential oils in our gin. And uh, we do secondary macerations. And we don't we don't produce a lot of clear gins because there's there's real stuff in there hmm. um and we don't it's you know we're not out to make a picture perfect clear gin or something like that we want flavor right yeah that's that's where it's at for us is is just all the flavor even our rum we just released this cool um oh you guys rum. are pirates we, too yeah we were now we're pirates yeah. so, uh, <laughs> we, we weren't gonna do a rum but everyone everyone kept telling us do a rum do a rum so we we did a smoke rum we took our oh, old cool. bourbon barrel we pumped it full of smoke we got one of those smoke guns and pumped it full of smoke and uh then we dumped our rum in that barrel with all the smoke and the rum just absorbed that smoke. And that's how we created our rum. We're like, we're, we're just going to do it our way and we're going to do it unique. And it's, it's amazing. It's like, it's like the rum you drink when you're out by the pool grilling on a Sunday afternoon, you know, families out swimming or whatever. Like it's, it's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, that sounds delicious. Not too much smoke, but just enough where you can taste it. I'm assuming. Just enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it turns your, we make a, in our tasting room here, we make a, my tie, but we call it a blood tie. We use blood orange and the smoked rum. And it's it's awesome. That's so. aw- that is cool. You guys are just having fun. Uh, it sounds like whatever kind of new little thing you come up with. Are you taking most of your uh, recommendations from your customers, or both, or what's primarily to make a new bottle? All all of the above. So we're all we're always experimenting, right? So yeah, if you come in and you know randomly, people will come in for tours and tastings all the time, and we'll randomly just be like, hey, do you want to try something new? Tell me what you think. Because we get in our own bubble, you know, we think right. we know what we're doing and, and the whole staff's that way. And we all have our own personal preferences too, but like, what do other people like? You know, yeah. that's what we want to explore. We did that with the with the smoked rum. That's a perfect thing is we tried mesquite wood, hickory wood. We tried all these different woods and we just, we let the consumers taste it and they kind of drove the boat as far as what we released. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's... That, that's just the fun thing about spirits in general though. You know, it's like, you don't have to like everything you can, there's something out there you're going to like, but exactly. you can, if you can appreciate something for what it is, even if it's not your, your favorite thing, then that's what we're, we're after too. You know? Yeah. So. You know, this is funny because you're, you're speaking my language. Cause I don't, I also don't come from the, uh, the alcohol industry background or certainly not the whiskey industry background. And when I started learning more about it, go, I was actually on a, I was actually down at uh, uh, in uh, Wild Buck Whiskey, actually okay. down there in Wikiwachi yeah. territory, the middle of absolute yeah. nowhere. That's yeah. a different story how I ended up there. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but that was down there, and I, no idea about this really. I mean, yeah, I've tried whiskey, but it, I was drinking it for a different purpose in college. Uh, yep. But I, I sort of saw a different uh, way of doing things where I learned the story behind why every why why this product ended up this way and what sort of story do the people who made it have and why, you know, why does an engineer, the NASA go make a distillery now or all these crazy stories that were out there. So I started doing some research and I'm like, all I can find are these like fucking tasting notes, you know, I'm like, I don't even get it. Um, you know, and then I want to learn more about the tasting world and I'm like, okay, so you're telling me one person 
this is their notes and 10 other people might have 10 other notes, but yet this person gets recognized as so why again are we paying attention to this and why aren't we focusing on this story piece over here and it got me just down this road where this is how Rackhouse Whiskey Club got created um, uh-huh. where at the end of the day I thought this is why we drink whiskey this is the whole purpose behind it because yes you're not going to like everything but that's the journey that we're all supposed to be taking and that's all right and it doesn't matter what some blob said about some you know tasting notes that he thinks you know when I read tasting notes about freshly cut garden hose or all these crazy ass things i'm like this isn't this is becoming crazy i'm like i'm gonna go a completely different direction i'm gonna get on the podcast i'm gonna say those people are nuts and i'm gonna say why aren't we focusing on on this aspect because when we get around a bonfire or we're hanging out on the beach in tampa florida drinking dark door whatever it is we're not talking about what notes we're gathering. Now, now, granted, now that I've been doing this a while, it is fun to get different notes from different things. Sure. I totally get it. But um, we're sort of, uh, we went the opposite direction for a little ways, and we still sort of do in some aspects of it. And so I'm glad you said that because um, it resonates with me like heavily because that's what we started Rackhouse for was to, we get, sometimes we get customers that are like, you know, I don't like rye. I'm like, well, have you had every single rye, you know, in the United States or in the planet, like obviously not. And when you start to really try different things, that opens you up um, to so we don't close each other, you know, off on what we exactly want. So that's awesome that you guys are constantly out there pushing those, you know, taste bud boundaries, so to speak, um, and trying new things and being like, man, if people don't like it, that's fine. But people do love it, that's fine too. Let's just keep doing what we love. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about. It's the journey, you know. And I mean, it's you know, pre-prohibition, your your whiskey, your your spirits was local, right? It was all made in town. Like there's many distilleries in every town. Right. And it was it was the leftover crops from the farmers, you know, and they would turn it into into whiskey or, or a, a vodka or gin, a vodka. I mean back then they probably didn't even call it vodka, but they turned it into spirits because that's what it was. It was a commodity and it was a way to preserve their their commodities. And turn it into something that had financial value rather than let, just let it rot. Sure. So there was no designation of bourbon. Bourbon's only one thing. No, it was it was whiskey. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what gathers it all. I don't know. That's it's just you know across the world, all the whiskey is based on on what they grow around there and what was available. Like right. you were saying, you know, um, there's there's nothing special about tequila. They had they had a got you know they had the blue agave out there. They're like, hey, we can turn this into something awesome. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Or they look yeah. at the Sotol plant and go, let's make some whiskey or make some make something out of that. Exactly. Uh, it's I love just, it. it. It's so fun. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, well, I mean, so with that being said, like how you, I mentioned, like how you got involved in this, but like it's expensive to start a distillery. Like, how did you go through that? You know, there's a lot of distillers that listen to this podcast, a lot of people that may be interested in starting their own distillery, as I've found out. And I'm always curious, you know, I hear people that come from uh, some money or they sold their business and they're like, I like whiskey, or they just bootstrap the hell out of this and they try to figure out how to do this part of it and go, like, what was your process through this to to get where you guys are now? Because it is one of the most expensive things to, to businesses to start. It is, yeah. Don't don't get into it if you think you're going to make money, right? Yeah. Like, this is, <laughs> right. This is, uh, we started. I, I mean, long story short, right? We started our our road to market is um, we bootstrapped it in the beginning. We self funded. We built. Um, we got our licensing. We did all the behind the scenes work. We created a brand. We created our products. Um, 
we didn't have a taste. We've only had our tasting room open for two years. Oh, cool. We were just, we were making whiskey, putting it in barrels. We were figuring out gin recipes. We were figuring out all, just figuring out everything we wanted to do, putting the package together. And then we were actually, well, then we went and got funding. So we got some investors to, we did some fundraising, got some investors. And we were, we were ready to go to market. We signed on with a distributor finally in February of 2020. And then March of 2020, everything shut down. Yeah. And so then we, we, we transitioned into hand sanitizer, like a lot of distilleries did, um, got us through, got us through the pandemic, um, kind of restructured, but then we opened our tasting room actually in August of 2020 in the middle of COVID, um, because we'd kind of had these plans in place and we're like, well, we still got to do it. It turned out people wanted something to do, you know, August, 2020, they're like sick of sitting at home. Right. And so we would get these people coming through and we would do small tours. We've got a, it's a 12,000 square foot warehouse. We got a lot of room, you know, people could space out and just people were excited to just get out of the house for a minute. So that, that helped us in one way for sure. Um, but you know, the, we couldn't, we couldn't launch into the bars and restaurants and everything like we had been planning on. I mean, we'd kind of softly started that. Um, but that marketing push is really just starting to take place now, you know, two years later, like, um, but the gift shop's awesome, but it's, it's, yeah, it's a long, hard journey. And, uh, yeah, if you're thinking about getting into it, it's, it always, and it's the same advice everyone gives you, right? It's going to cost you twice as much and take you twice as long as you thought. And, you know, it's true, isn't whether, it? whether it's fucking COVID or something else, I guarantee you some, something's going to get in your yeah, way. It's the monkey pox now, I think is what the next one is. <laughs> I forgot, but, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, being in Florida certainly helps as well as far as just being able to not have some, some of those restrictions are surrounding you. I mean, we travel all the time for, for uh, Rackhouse. It, it's, it's sort of interesting, the sort of dynamic that COVID played on different distilleries, um, you know, depending upon what state you were in. So, um, yeah. you know, not to go too far down that route, but I completely uh, can, can see how that would be a difficult transition. I mean, some distillers didn't even do the hand sanitizer, which I was like, what the hell are you guys thinking? You got to do something, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, that's interesting. So going back to not to take a left turn here, but I, something that's been on my mind when you've said it was that rapid aging part of it. And with the wood chips, is it oh, similar yeah. to like Cleveland whiskey that does, um, they have a, we, we I went there, what, two years ago now. And they've okay. got a very similar process with like centrifuges. Centrifuges. They don't even really talk a lot about how it is doing what they're doing, but um, it's. I know it's very loud, and it looks like something is beating the living shit out of some stuff in there. Uh, but is it something similar to that, or, or what is rapid aging? I mean, it's it's almost an oxymoron in some ways. It is an oxymoron. It's and we've tried to think of other words and other ways to describe it, and we just. I don't know. It, we just, it is what it is. I mean, aging, yeah. you know, age is just a number. There's, there's great whiskeys out there that are young. There's great whiskeys that are old. There's, there's a, that's a whole nother subject you could get into forever about I know. You know, age statements and all that. But what we do, so I have not been to Cleveland, so I don't know exactly their process. I know that they do um, some sort of rapid aging. Our, our secret weapon is actually um, ultrasound. Oh, really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. And the ultrasound, it basically, it mimics what happens in a barrel over the years as your liquid expands and contracts. Um, and so have you seen, I know different ones, but like they've got the distilleries where they're like, hey, this, this barrel, you know, they put headphones on their 
on their barrels and like this barrel listed a Taylor Swift and yeah. this one was reggae and this was Metallica or something like that, right? Yep. But the science behind that, whether they meant it or not, is there's ultrasound pumping through those headphones. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's happening over time on a very slow process. Sure. Right? So all we do is we kind of speed that up a little bit. Um, and so that allows us to infuse then those oak flavors. So it's not an aging. It's almost a, you know, you're infusing some of these oak flavors into the whiskey, which is what happens naturally over time in a traditional rack house in Kentucky, right? Yep. Um, so, yeah, we just we just kick it along a little bit, I guess. So is it always high frequency or is it, or is it ever low frequency or is, has that science been uh, looked into not to get crazy in those? I'm a nerd. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I'm not allowed to tell you everything about it. Oh really? We, okay. We got Dang. A, yeah, got an NDA, but we do, we, I can tell you, we do some, some heating and cooling in the process, the wood chips. Um, yeah. They, they pass over the wood chips, um, but it's yeah. Ultrasound's kind of that, that secret weapon and it it's it's actually way more common than most people know um there's there's quite a few distilleries that use it yeah um, yeah there in is. a lot of ways so and there's lots of ways to do it um and again that's where it's like if it works it works and if you like it you like it um yeah, yeah there's always going to be these purists that you gotta do it the way my oh, I know. my grandpappy did it you know for the last hundred years it's the only way it's it's that's not true. But, no, I know. You know. Yeah, we all know where those people are. <laughs> that one state that starts with a K. Um, yeah, no, I've, we deal with those. I've been to a few distilleries where they have a like soundproof, almost soundproof, like uh, warehouse, and they are just these speakers that are four feet tall, and they're just blasting. I mean, music in there, real, you know, music of all sorts of, of different types. And you walk up to one of those barrels. It's it's vibrating like crazy. I mean, you can completely yeah. feel it, and so it makes sense as to how you would sort of stir things up in there. Maybe there's some contracting um, going on with the wood, so there's more of a relationship going on there. But um, but it makes yeah, it does make sense. When we do it, we do it basically as a as a kickstart, right? So oh, okay. our our tradition, like our main product that goes through distribution, we we start out. It's a bourbon. We put it, you know, it comes off the still, we put it in a barrel and then we take it back out of that barrel and we'll run it through the process. And then we put it back into its barrel and we let it age um, from there, sometimes for years on top of that. Hmm. So, it, but it gives it, it gives the whiskey kind of a, a kickstart um, on the process, if you will. Yeah. So. Are you able to speak on how long that process takes uh, when you take it out to put it back in? Yeah, so we there's different settings and we've got different formulas when we're trying to create different stuff. And that okay. this is the other fun thing we do here is we now we play around with like different wood chips and different uh, settings. So sweet. if you come, we've got this barrel wall and you can try this all these different whiskeys that have just different mash bills and different flavor profiles based on unique stuff like this, right? Yeah. So you can just sample stuff and be like, wow, this is cool. Our our standard one, like that we put out through distribution, because that's kind of always got to be a, a more a uniform product per se versus like the unique stuff we get to create all the time um, takes about six and a half days. Oh, really? That's not bad. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh huh. So, but yeah, like I said, we'll mess around. Sometimes we'll we'll do a, a three day cycle. Sometimes it'll be like an eight day cycle. You know, and we it, it's just again we just mess around like because we can. Yeah. And you know what's the worst thing that happens? It 
turns terrible and we just will read a still and turn it into vodka like, <laughs> right exactly you know? just turn into fuel yeah exactly yeah. no that's perfect uh what yeah. kind of plans do you you said you opened the tasting room a couple years ago i mean what are yeah. some future plans that you guys have going on here i mean other than take over the world but yeah. oh, just that, that. We're, yeah we're we are uh gosh future plan. i mean there's a lot right but like realistically just keep pumping out awesome product get yeah. people in here let them try it um you know we're we're conquering the distribution game one one step at a time like you know we don't have we don't have the backing of uh you know diageo or, or campari i don't know did you see that was that howler howler whatever it's a lot got. happening right now yeah yeah you know i mean that that'd be fun but at the same time this is fun too like we don't mind being small and scrappy and just doing fun stuff. Heck and that's yeah. what we're going to kind of continue to do. I mean, you know, I think the more, the more ways we can get this products in people's hands and let them try it, the, the funner it is. Like it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and that's, I'm glad that we're able to sort of, you know, hopefully help with that. Um, get the product into people's hands that haven't had it before and hopefully get them ro rolling right back to you. And even better when you're on vacation, swing by and, and, uh, yeah. and try the make sure, uh, you knock first we, just to make sure, yeah. but, Oh, we got a fun pick for you. You're going to like it. Did yeah, you get a sample of it yet? Did I haven't. I think I was hopeful. I was thinking that um, we were going to get that sent. Corey was supposed to be sending that to me, I think, uh, this it week. It went out. Did it? Yeah, okay. it went out. So well, I, I can't it, wait. You'll probably get it right after we hang up or something. Like yeah, that, yeah. The, FedEx guy will show up. You'll hear the dogs barking and then, <laughs> then you know that they're there. <laughs> yeah. No, we got a real fun one for you. It's, uh, we. I, I don't know. We, we just have a good time. I, oh, I, I know I keep it. saying the same shit. Like, but it's, it really you is. I can tell that you guys love what you do. I mean, and you yeah. take it seriously at the same time. It sounds like you got a good group of people uh, that you're working with as well. Um, do you yeah, guys yeah. have true. room yeah. to expand? Like from a, uh, do you do contract distilling or do you have room to, ex are you, do you expand like warehousing space to hold barrels and age? Like what's your kind of thoughts on that? Yeah, so our current production, we've been producing about a barrel of whiskey um, a week on average, right? And then we'll make it. We'll make some gin and and vodka and rum on top of that, kind of as needed. Um, we're we're trying to ramp up now and get production up to about two and a half barrels a week. Mm, nice. Um, so still tiny, right? But like that's that's a huge jump for us to go from from a barrel a week up to two and a half or so a week. Um, we've got the room here. We the, we have enough equipment right now to do all of that um except we need more fermentation yeah. um, so we gotta get some more fermentation tanks so we can run run the equipment a little bit more often um but yeah we do we we did we've got a small brand that we're incubating here um it's a female distiller she's starting her own brand she's making gin and rum oh yeah um, she's it's so fun because it's like she's experimenting with all these different yeasts and so she's got like 10 rums where, where you go through and you try them and, it, and the only difference is the yeast, right? Yeah. And you can, you can taste such a difference between these rums. Like it's insane. Hmm. It's so, it's just so cool. And so she's, she's been experimenting with that. So it's, uh, it's really fun for us. You know, now that we're a little bit bigger, like we're not in that minute um, scale yet. And it's just fun for us to see it happen again, you know, cause we, once you, you got your head down, you forget sometimes. Like, what are we? What are we used to do? Like, that's the kind of stuff we used to. Do. So yeah. it's really fun to see that. And it's that, like you yeah. built a big playground, and watching other people, kids play in your playground has got to be cool. Yeah, no, it really is. Yeah, so we we love it. I mean, we and we've got we're always 
a lot of collaborations. Um, you know, we work with with breweries where they're like, okay, why don't we turn this into a whiskey and let's see what happens. And so that stuff's always a lot of fun. Nice. Um, yeah. But as far as other expansions, we'd love to get, you know, a remote location or like a cool bar in the, in the right location or something like that. Like that's because that's the other fun of it is yeah. like, come try this as the cocktails that we could create with this stuff is, is amazing. I mean, we've got a tasting room here. But again, we're in a we're in a warehouse area. It's it's a oh, little different. Sure. We'd love to be, yeah, have a have the prime spot. And so if you know anyone that's got prime real estate that wants to just give it to us for free for a while. Yeah. In Florida? Yeah. I know a lot yeah. of people that uh, have <laughs> that want to give it away down there. Uh, yeah, right. I think the only place I know of is Mexico City Beach, but uh, I don't yeah. know if that's the only spot that uh, is still being developed. <laughs> it might never but get now developed. Now we're doing fun stuff. Um, you know, just just to throw something wild out there, right? The Florida Craft Spirits Association. So we, we've oh, got yeah. an association of the distilleries, right? We've got this distillery trail, which is fun and awesome. So yeah, if you come vacation, you can you can check off a bunch of distilleries and get some free merchandise. But this year we're doing a blend with Florida whiskeys. So we've oh, got a really? bunch of us got together. They all make whiskey. And we're doing a Florida blended whiskey that we're releasing at our festival in October. The Florida Craft Spirits Association Festival. We're we're hoping to get about a thousand bottles out of this. Um, be be kind of hope maybe an annual thing. We might do whiskey one year and rum one year and kind of go back and forth or something. But but it's to, it's like everyone pitched in what they could afford to give as far as the amount of whiskey goes. Yeah. And we uh, we did a tasting the other day and we blended all these whiskeys from all these different distilleries and there's it's like it's just a mix of everything. You know, it's like one guy's got this like rye moonshine. He's like, why don't we use this? And so we've got all this stuff that we put together and we're like, okay, this is going to be cool. And, and it actually turned out cool. I mean, we, we tried a few blends. We're like, that is not the right fit. Like, yeah. It's, this is a jungle juice. Uh, yeah. Do this. But, but we got a really good one. And so huh. that's releasing it. it and that's just again the fun of it. I mean, it's, the collaborations are just great. I mean, how did uh, so like your how many distilleries did you say there were? Like sixty to seventy? Is that how many different barrels you yeah. got? No, we've got. Um, I think there was ten or twelve. I'd have to look. I don't sure. know off the top of my head. I, I feel like there's ten or twelve of us that had enough aged whiskey that we could contribute. And we had some got we had some distillers. This guy, some of them are females, but um, that were like, hey, I can afford to. I can afford five gallons. Like, yeah. okay, that's fine. Sweet. Like, we just want you to be part of it. Like, that's this is the collaboration. Like, like we get it. Like, you can't afford to to give away a whole barrel of whiskey. Right, right. Like, shit, I can't give away to give afford to do that. But right, but it, that's the fun of it. And so we've got you know the smaller ones that are contributing what they can. The bigger ones, um, you know, are contributing what we can, and we just all get together and we're we're creating this awesome Florida product. Like, it's, yeah, it's is it going to be like under your label? No, no. So the 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 it's going to be called Florida Bastard. Florida actually. Bastard. I'm going to look, yeah. write that down. I'll I'll, uh, I'll send you a, a link of the imagery if I I got to make sure I'm allowed to release it yet. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Make sure you can first, and then uh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to check that out. And then um, let's keep in touch when it, that release date is, and we'll put stuff out. Um, yeah. Uh, through our through our channels to make sure that uh, I'm sure you won't need any help. Uh, getting the word out on that, but uh, anything that we can do to put that word out, at least some people will have the idea that it's there to go get their hands on one. Yeah, October fifteenth at the at the Florida Craft Spirits uh, Festival in Jacksonville, actually. So, okay, okay, yeah, yeah October fifteenth in Jacksonville is where they're going to be. Is they're going to be in stores and stuff? 
Probably not. I think it'll probably sell out at the festival is my guess. I mean, I know I plan to get a six pack for myself, but <laughs> what is the price of the bottle? I, you know what? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. $10,000. I got to ask David what he, yeah, yeah, sure. I got to ask David what we're pricing it. I, I don't know what, what the price is going to be. It's, it's all going back to the association. So it's part sure. of the fundraising for, you know, for the nonprofit, but yeah. Oh, the good for you guys, man. That makes me excited. Well, we go to Florida a few times a year. Um, I used to play baseball down in the Tampa area a lot, and it's been a while since okay. I've been able to come back down there in a while. And I'd love to uh, make that trip specifically to come see you guys and hit up the beach maybe a little bit too, since we're in, yeah. I'm in Iowa. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, and try some. Are you, do, you, do you source all the corn and stuff in, from Florida? I don't know of much corn that's down there, but how does that work? Yeah, right. No, so. Most of our grains still come from the Midwest. Um, yeah, I'll bring some down with to, me. Yeah, we are talking to some local farmers. Um, there's a there's a Florida black rye that's grown down here that mm. we've got. We have a couple barrels of whiskey of our rye whiskey that's that's used. That it's turning out really good. It's not it's not right. We did that very traditional aging. We didn't run that through the um, through the rapid aging process because um, we wanted to see what it was really like. Yeah on its own um that's going to be a really fun product when we start to release that we've got some local farmers that started growing um barley down here as well which is a key ingredient we need and corn i've actually got a call in with this um small farm not far from us and they want to start providing corn for us um i don't know that they can provide everything we need year round sure. but we're we're looking at doing some specialty like these are all florida grains in these whiskeys for sure yeah um, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah you got to do what you got to do. And it's certainly, I, I don't look at that. Like, I mean, I'm from the Midwest, so I'm like, yeah, buy, buy up. This is where the best corn is. So why would you change it in any way? Unless you can well, yeah. get something local. Um, that'd be, it's awesome. Well, that's, yeah. These guys, they got, they got this, um, Jimmy red, some Jimmy red non-GMO heirloom corn coming out. So I'm like, let's, let's try it. Like, let's see what happens. Yeah. That, I was that, wondering if it was a red. Yeah, yeah, I know that in the South, that's what that typically grows. But there's some, been some nice brands that have made some nice product out of those different types of, uh, you know, grains from the corn. Yeah, so um, we're, we're excited. It, it's it it's a super fun time because it's all evolving still, you know. And, like, yeah, these craft distillers, we're, we're breaking down some of the barriers, you know, like, like the breweries did, right? I mean, yep. what? 15, 20 years ago, no one knew what an IPA was. No one knew what a right. Saison was. Like, you know, so, and yeah. now you've got all these great beers and now it's like, wow, we're just doing the same thing with spirits. You know, I and I use whiskey very general term, but it's like, there's so much out there. So. Yeah, it's fantastic. Now I'm pumped about it. I'm thankful to uh, work with you on this aspect to just be a small part of, you know, telling your guys a story and getting your guys' product out there, most importantly, to try it out. But um yeah, no, thank you so much for doing this today. Um, anything else you'd like to end on uh, to get people to come and, and sign up for Rackhouse to try your stuff if they haven't yet? Nah, I mean, just try it all, right? Go have fun with it. That's it. Open your bottles. Don't 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 save them for, for nothing. Like, open them up, share them with your friends. Have a good time. Right? Yeah, that's exactly that's what it. it's all about. Experiences, man. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Matt. Um, I'll be in touch with you um uh for the future so this release comes out a little barrel pick from Ra for rack house that's uh, gonna yeah. be released here very within the next like week or so we'll get that situated but um yeah thanks a lot for being on today awesome danny cheers it. cheers